Tron Jordheim. Thanks for tuning in to the Troncast with Tron Jordheim. And uh, we're going to talk more today about whatever's on my mind. So stay tuned. Thanks for being here. And uh, check it out. Welcome to another Troncast podcast with Tron Jordheim. Hope you're doing well. It is uh, midway into the first wave of the COVID-19 crisis here in the United States of America. Uh, I live in uh, Missouri, in the middle of the country, and uh, my mom is actually in a nursing home in a long-term care facility. And I have not been able to go in to visit her since um, somewhere around the second, third week of March when they started locking things down there. So it's now the end of May. It's been a very long time. Uh, We were going to see her, if not every day, every other day. Someone from the family or a few of us at least. Uh, to check on her, to visit, to give her somebody to talk to. She's 97 years old, just turned 97 last week. Celebrated her 97th birthday with the staff, with no family there, because no family can come in to visit. No outsiders can come in to visit. It's been a very hard transition for her. She was used to getting quite a few visitors. Now, I'll tell you, she's in frail physical condition. She can get herself from her bed to her wheelchair, to the stool in the bathroom, back to the wheelchair. She can kind of wheel herself a little bit. She can walk a little bit in the wheelchair, but she's in frail physical condition. In her, you know, prime years, in her 40s, 50s, 60s, She probably weighed, I don't know, 160, 170 pounds. She's probably down to 85 or 90 pounds right now, maybe 91 in that range. Um, And really, she didn't start failing physically probably till 90. Um, Even up until 90, she was gardening, walking with... uh, walking stick and so on Uh, but the last year or so has been hard my dad passed in January that was very hard that was a difficult time Uh, she is pretty bright still she's pretty much with it most of the time but sometimes she gets a little bit loopy sometimes she gets confused sometimes she has some dementia sometimes some hallucinations Um, but oftentimes bright enough to talk about lots of things. She was uh, many things in her life, aside from a daughter, a mother, and a wife. She was also a nurse, worked as a director of nursing, an assistant director of nursing, later went on to get her doctorate in education and became a health educator. And one of the things that she worked on quite a bit was communicable diseases. She was a nurse in polio wards in the 1940s in New York and watched people die from polio. Uh, She was a nurse during the 57 flu outbreak uh, at the time she was in Norway working as a nurse. 
She was a assistant director of nursing in 1967 during that flu outbreak. Um, she was one of the health educators in New York who kind of led the way in HIV education and trying to destigmatize that and help people really understand what it was all about so they could protect themselves. Uh, she certainly was a news watcher all her life. Not these days, it's very hard for her to read. She really can't read anything. She used to be an avid reader. She would read the, even three years ago, four years ago, certainly, uh, she would read the New York Times full edition from cover to cover every day, had a stack of magazines come in the house every month that they read through cover to cover. Um, now she can't read, it's very difficult. She does understand what's happening with the virus, although she certainly sometimes confuses it with other things. She has, is having a hard time understanding why no one can come visit her, but I can go to the grocery store, I can go take a walk on the trail. Um, businesses are starting to open again but no one can go in the nursing homes to visit. She has a hard time understanding that, although I did explain to her how volatile this COVID-19 has been in long-term care facilities and that places like New Jersey, for instance, have seen something like half of their deaths come in long-term care facilities. So uh, it's been tough. It's also been uh, tough because she used to get a lot of visitors during the week. Uh, we had a helper who would come in once or twice a week just to spend some time with her and help her with little this and little that, and that was really, really good. It's a great social experience for her. She's in hospice care because she could go downhill any moment, so she was having hospice workers come in and see her probably three, four times a week. She had a counselor who was coming to see her once a week. There were other staff people in the building who knew her and other people from the care facility who knew her from when they lived in independent living on the property. Uh, she had lots of visitors during the week. Now she has no visitors. The only people who can go in there are staff people and they're doing the best they can. Uh, I'm sure they're understaffed and overworked. They're understaffed and overworked on a good day. And uh, I don't know when the last time is they had a good day. Was that uh, March 2nd? I'm not sure. But it's been very difficult. And there's really no end in sight. We're starting to lift some restrictions and try to allow businesses to start doing business again. And some people are being more careful than others. And of course, we're starting to see more cases now. And some would say we're seeing more cases because we're doing more testing. Others would say we're not doing more testing. We're seeing more cases because people are not being as careful as they should be about social distancing and other mitigation measures and sanitation and so on and so forth. So we'll see what happens. Um, it's been a very difficult time for my mom and I know I'm not the only person out there experiencing this. It's also been a very difficult time for my family because we can really only call her on the phone and some days she can't really handle the phone very well and forgets how to hold the receiver and can't hear you. 
sometimes you catch her waking up from a nap and she is very groggy and confused. Um, so we've only been able to communicate by phone. Fortunately, uh, she knows how to use the speed dial on the phone to at least get through to me. And she has a very hard time dialing other people out. And on occasion, the staff has time to help her dial, but they have lots of other people to take care of too. So it's not always so easy. We have been able to do a couple window visits with her, which, uh, you know, on the one hand is great because you can get to see her, but with her vision as it is and her understanding of things being a little confused, it's very difficult for her. She can kind of sort of see us through the window. She sees our outline. She maybe sees some patterns on our shirts, but our faces are pretty blurry. We have to talk on the telephone when we're doing the window visit to be able to talk to her while we're visiting with her. And talking on the phone is always half difficult for her. So it does bring us a little peace of mind because we can see her and she looks good. She's bright, she looks good. Um, she's, you know, a shrunken up old lady that's very hard, uh, has a lot of difficulty moving around and she's mostly blind for a lot of reasons and uh, has difficult work in the phone, difficulty work in the phone, but she looks good com considering. So at least that brings us some peace of mind and uh, we'll just continue moving forward somehow. Uh, I can't imagine how difficult it is for the staff in the nursing homes as well because they were used to having lots of help because all those visitors that used to come see my mom were also taking some pressure off the staff and of course helping my mom's state of mind. Uh, it's got to be very difficult for the staff people because the, the uh, residents who don't really know what's going on, it's gotta be really difficult for them and the ones who do know what's going on probably only know what's going on part of the time and oh it is a mess but uh, what else are you going to do you've uh, got to protect the old folks because what we've seen is that once this COVID-19 thing jumps into a tight confined space like a care facility it's bad so anyway that's me rambling about what's happening in COVID-19 in my mom's life at the moment and therefore in my life and the life of my siblings and my family. And uh, anyway, that's the story for now. I hope you have some bright spots in your life, some things that are bringing you joy and some things that are helping you to cope through this difficult time where we not only have the COVID-19 business going on, but there's all kinds of other stuff going on as well. So I hope you can find some peace of mind in all this and find a way forward. Anyway, that's today's uh, TronCast podcast with me, Tron Jordheim. Thanks for listening. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. You can find me at jordheimconsulting.com. That's jordheimconsulting.com. 
Or if you're in the self-storage business, go to selfstoragestrategies.com, selfstoragestrategies.com. And if you'd like to join me for a fantastic networking week in Hawaii with some of my self-storage friends, go to hawaiiunconference.com. That's hawaiiunconference.com.